Welcome to Accounting High. Shout out to our listeners. You know, but these are probably the same people that are watching your videos or that are on Twitter and that see your Twitter. So it's all just an extension of that whole, you mm-hmm. know, that this whole metaverse that we're in, the accounting metaverse or the accounting mm. multiverse. You know, we got to we got to coin that. Like, accounting high we... is a, is a school or a, a watering hole in the accounting metaverse. Yes, and we so need a better YouTube name channel. for that, though. The so accounting is... metaverse. What, what can we name it? Then it's the accounting multiverse. In this accounting multiverse, you can learn from your peers. You can go. It's kind of like going to a conference. And in this case, you go to this podcast or this YouTube channel to learn how to use Airtable or whatever other stuff that Stats is doing mm-hmm. this week, right? Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's got their places that they can go to learn uh, different things, whatever suits your fancy that day. If you mm-hmm. want to see Logan's numbers, go to his YouTube channel. But that's practical for somebody that's working at, let's say, a larger firm. Grow, 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 grow marketing. It's Thursday. We gon' advertise and chat on Thursday. At Accounting High and Branding Talk is Thursday. And we gon' help you social post so you're in first place. It's time for social studies, accounting content hub, LinkedIn marketing, or X. So come join a social club. Is it Twitter? Is it X? Shit, now I can't keep up. So comment, follow, love. If you into social studies, it's time for social studies. Accounting content hub, LinkedIn marketing, or X. So come join a social club. Is it Twitter? Is it X? Shit, now I can't keep up. So comment, follow, love. If you into social studies, Welcome back, Accounting High. Now it's time for social studies. We'll teach you new creative ways to market old products. Move beyond basics with graphing stats. Some studs you love. Position like Laura Lynn and you'll learn it's not all luck. Oh, wait, now it all changed. SEO down, IG up. I see X meta, TikTok, hey, LinkedIn, Roman V up. If you watch how they post, you'll see it's all authentic and genuine. Grow a following and don't get held back by perfection. Be intentional online, create content. Now that's hot. Strategy is key with social media and pods. Start slow, pick up platforms, stick to it, and go. Post, make a plan to engage with client watering holes, create a focus brand, be a lead online. It's a digital world with the best ROI. Now create your own ideal client persona. Let's go. Keyword accounting high and get ready to blow. It's time for social studies, accounting content hub, LinkedIn marketing or X. So come join our social club. Is it Twitter? Is it X? Shit, now I can't keep up. So comment, follow, love. If you're into social studies, it's time for social studies, accounting content hub, LinkedIn marketing or X. So come join our social club. Is it Twitter? Is it now I can't keep up So comment, follow, love If you're into social studies Follow this show, stay in the know Thought lead online through networking Like, share, repost, subscribe YouTube, comment, engage, create, find your way Introducing the star of our show Scott Scarano And a very special guest Logan Graff We're gonna have a problem here How's it going? Man? What's up, Scott? Going good. From Suns to Accounting High? To high school, yeah. We're uh the Suns are graduating middle school. We're and we're going to high school. <laughs> it's also that double entendre of um high. You're high. You know? Yeah, I was going there first. I'm not then... high right now. Okay. Actually. I've been uh <laughs> I think the last time we met I said I was trying to smoke less 
smoke less, but be more intentional with it. Mm. Um, that whole 420 time frame mm-hmm. is ideal. I don't know who came mm. up with it or whose idea it was to not smoke until 420, but you can live a pretty productive life. Up until, high. <laughs> Up until 420, yeah. <laughs> After 420, all bets are off. That's when main productivity drops either way, you know. Isn't it? In the afternoon, it's just might as well not even do anything, yeah. just quit. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'll be honest. When I used to spend a lot of time at the office and work, it's almost like I would get my second wind around that time mm. and I would just plow through the night sometimes mm-hmm. and, like doing tax returns or just trying to keep up with work because that's when all the meetings stopped. You know, mm. most meetings would end around that time and then that was the time that all the work had to get done. Mm-hmm. Oof, I was a hustler. Man, I just, it was... I remember those days, the early days when it was just, you know, basically where you're at now, right? Start with the basics, right? Mm-hmm. Are you the son of a CPA? I'm not. I'm the son of a college-less parents, so they were definitely not CPAs. All right. So what made you decide to get your master's in accounting? Like, why did you do this, of all things? It started in high school. And yeah, (laughs) Uh, I had a teacher that really believed in me. I don't know. She put a, like, she kind of raised me up and I was in her accounting class and like chose, didn't choose me, but it's like, Hey, you know, you're decent at accounting. Do you want, do you want to join the accounting team? (laughs) High school, high school accounting team. She nominated me for like teen of the year. And so who knows if I was really supposed to be an accountant, but when someone like puts a lot of encouragement in you, like, I think that's what a big reason why I chose accounting is because I had a great teacher that believed me, believed in me in accounting. And I, I loved, I loved how the balance sheet, oh, this is going to get super nerdy. And, and No, get as nerdy <laughs> oh my as you gosh. can. As nerdy as you can. That's what this is all about. <laughs> I loved how the balance sheet like tied out and you know the income statement would flow to the balance sheet and it was like a nice puzzle you know you could you could always solve it you know no matter what you're given you could solve the puzzle there's always a right answer and there's always, always a right answer have to fit yeah from it's an accounting not ambiguous. perspective yeah there's no like well it could be this or it could be that but you know we, we can get into the tax stuff tax Tax could get ambiguous sometimes too. So, so you were the on the accounting team at Accounting High. <laughs> you basically started Accounting High. You're you're the OG of Accounting High. Um, Drive on Saturday morning to some school or whatever and take an accounting test. Sounds awesome, right? Well, you know, to a degree, there's a lot of like it's competitive in a way. Did you play sports too? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, this was a competitive sport, I guess. I mean, if you're if you're competing, you can do, you know, physical sports, you can do mental sports, and you had the, you know, people who who had the decathlons or what, what are they called? Like um debate teams and stuff. This was your accounting team. Early days when you see that you have promise in something. I mean, it's most kids want to be a an actor when you grow up. You want to be a policeman, you want to be a fireman, things like that. Nobody ever really says they want to be an accountant. I did. 
when I was younger, but that was because my grandfather had a CPA firm and I, I looked up to him. Mm. So it was like, and my dad was a CPA. Like Oliver gives the example of mm. some teacher thought he showed promise in the cello and that's what he ended up doing hmm. for a, to a large degree. You actually did something where you could make money. You, you chose a profession <laughs> that, that could be uh, profitable for you, right? Um, it's turning out to be so, so where far. Did you go to, where did you go to school? Where did you grow up? I grew up in Austin, Texas, and then I went to school at Texas Tech because they, they had a good business school, the Rawls College of Business. The you best mean, accounting firm owners are the ones that didn't take the traditional accounting route, college accounting route. I have the, the theory that accounts make horrible business owners because we're not business savvy and we're, we're normally introverted and mm -hmm. don't value ourselves very well. And so we price horribly and don't know how to say no. And well, let's get into other that. Things. <laughs> yeah. Let, let's get into that because you're someone that I would, I would have pegged you to be an introvert yet you're out there. You're all over Twitter. You got a pretty large following on Twitter and now you have your YouTube channel. I just rewatched your video. So I've already seen it twice. The one that's Which got one? about 2,500 views. Oh, you know, the one, it's got 2,500? Your numbers. I don't think it was like 2,400. Something like that. About there. That's yeah, awesome. There. It is. It is awesome. It's so cool. <laughs> so, and, and you're, you're fully transparent on everything. My initial comment was on the introvertedness. So would you consider yourself an introvert? Definitely. Yeah. My online persona it is an extension of myself, but it's more of like a extreme version of myself. So like a caricature. So sure. if, if I were to be my normal self online, I don't think anyone would care. I would just be like everyone else. But I, I think a reason why I have a decent Twitter following is because I am kind of extreme in certain some ways like very opinionated and outspoken which i can be in in real life but you know my energy is completely drained if i'm around people all day and i'll, I'll need to like hide and be alone from everyone if i'm around people all day but i i i don't know something about the internet i i love to post crazy things on the internet and you know, I don't do it for the reaction. I do it because it's something I believe in. But, but if uh, you get a reaction, it's a bonus. Yeah, yeah. yeah people so, people listen too when it's when it's a little more extreme. So mm -hmm. when you go against the grain and you're different, so do you kind of lean in if you think something? It's like most people would say, "Ah, you probably shouldn't post that." Is that when you think I definitely got to post that? Like if it's something that's against the grain almost? I will be, yeah, I'm not afraid if you haven't. So I like, you know, you saw that video. I'm not afraid of posting my numbers. The dancing video? Oh I my saw gosh, the, dancing the dance, one. is it the blinding lights one? Blinding lights. Oh, yeah. yeah, the yeah. very, it's straight from TikTok. Yeah. Straight from TikTok. I was going to yeah. ask like where the idea came from. And most of those are like TikTok inspired. Yeah. Especially Absolutely. that dance. It's just like, I got to do something and get a reaction from people and entertain. Well, because I love making people laugh. And mm -hmm. so that's oh. interesting too. It's like somebody that's an introvert, probably you probably weren't doing that stuff when it was in like in high school. All right, let's go back there. 
were you doing things to get a rise? Were you like mostly quiet and then all of a sudden you would say something and then everybody's going to get a, get a laugh out of that? Was that, were you that introvert that would always somehow get a laugh? Yeah, like the sneaky, sneaky guy that would say something every once in a while, but generally didn't say much. Yeah, yeah. Say or do something, uh, you know, in, in the odd frame. So yeah, that that that, that actually fits. That's pretty funny because I had a lot of friends like that too. We, we we could always count on them to do something very clever or very quick witted, but then otherwise they were super silent or didn't really say much. Kind of observing, and then mm -hmm. all of a sudden would do something super funny. So uh, yeah, that's me. Yeah, middle school. Uh, got bullied, picked on, and so I had no self-esteem. And then high school, I started to get some self-esteem. And then it wasn't really till after high school to where I got got more confidence. Yeah, to be yeah. to be more open. Uh, yeah. Do you find do you attribute that to anybody? Did anybody did you did you take that away, or did you just kind of just grow into your own? That's a good question. I haven't really thought about that. I, I do. I do kind of take some personalities with me as I go, kind of kind of latch on to certain people that I look up to and, and will latch on to them and kind of steal some of their charisma or something like that or, or mm -hmm. trying to imitate them in a way if they're if they do something that I like. The whole YouTube channel is probably because of Jason. Like the confidence is from. Jason, like if he never started a YouTube channel or never did his series mm -hmm. on making better video, I would not have. And I don't you, know. I'd be you where definitely I'd attribute him to spending over five grand on equipment. Yeah. Maybe it was over three grand. I forgot. It was probably, you know, when you add it all up, it's probably, yeah, between three and five. And then I'm, I don't, I don't know. I've been bitten by it. So I'm constantly looking at gear. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm getting close to buying a drone. Well, I was, that was that? my next question too. But you went con <laughs> you went equipment first, then content. You reverse engineered yeah. <laughs> it. And the first vlog, I was like, I've got all this nice stuff, but I, I'm terrible <laughs> at like producing the content. So, so there were certain things you did on the first one that stuck with me, and it was the sound of the keys. It was putting putting the keys in the ignition. It was like you standing by the car and then mm. driving five yards down the road into your driveway. That. <laughs> love that that was like it was hilarious i thought you were gonna drive off into the sunset and then you just turned into your driveway <laughs> that's yeah. good stuff though if you keep doing it it gets better over time too you know it's consistency and it's just like mm -hmm. constantly the drive and the want to improve so mm -hmm. obviously you want to you know you want to do this because you wouldn't have spent that much money and just wasted it you do talk about that a lot you're always just like um i bought all this equipment i, I gotta use it i gotta have to use it so it's a good thing you're using your camera now and you're using your mic now, but I always see those umbrellas in there. I don't even know what that does. I, don't, I know. I, honestly, like it's, 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 a, it's a conversation. It's a big piece. old light. Yeah. <laughs> it's a potential, light. potential clients will be like, what is that stuff behind you? Yeah. And then do you talk about the video stuff a lot? Like, or you're just like, like yeah, I, I do some videos. content. Yeah. I'll talk about it, but then I'm also scared to like have them see some of my YouTube. Sure. <laughs> but Hey, trying to be an open book. I'm a little curious what clients will think of the of the numbers video. Uh, none of They're them. They're not going to think anything of it. They won't even pay attention to it. I'll tell yeah, you that. Yeah, it's you 11 know. minutes too, or however long it is. And we're like, I'm not watching this, so hopefully they don't care yeah. enough. I mean, I bet a lot of accountants look at it. I will bet a lot of people on Twitter look at it. You know, and, and a lot of the people on tax Twitter, because that's you know 
again, not a lot of people talk about that. Some, a lot of people will talk about their top line and even on the podcast, I'll ask these questions. You know, I'll ask everything that you answered in there. I've already got the answer to your top line was mm-hmm. 142, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then your take home was like 83 mm-hmm. and your time spent was about 30 hours of actual work. But mm-hmm. because you don't track your time, you don't really know. Um, yeah. It sounds like you're having a good time doing this. You know, this this whole endeavor of I'm mm-hmm. going out on my own, I'm leaving. What was the firm that you worked at before? You said you bought some clients from them? Yeah. Uh, it was a small local firm. Okay. Like, they didn't have more than 200 clients, I feel like. Really small. They had just started, like, three years prior to me joining them. And the mm-hmm. goal was for me to kind of take over the tax, potentially take over ownership or wow. part ownership of their firm. Nice. My first firm I worked for was called Paget Stradman. So it's funny that you were oh, wow. you own Was it Paget? Was it actual Paget? It was services? a Paget. It yeah. wasn't Paget Business Services. Paget well. Stradman and Co. Uh, oh, okay. Central Texas, but they're yeah, they're now merged with RSM. So they're McGladry. Yeah. yeah. AKA McGladry. They went through like five different brands. Doesn't everybody these days like mm. it's I think in Texas it might be one of the states where you have to use your name, right? As your Yeah, name if you start a firm, CPA firm, you have to have like I had to have graph in there somewhere or maybe I like Logan. Tax Telegraph though. That's uh Yeah. That's a good name. Who came up with that? <laughs> I did. I was yeah. just like I don't know, it's when I worked for this the previous firm that I bought clients from and I was like, oh, graph. And then Telegraph. Telegraph came up and I was like, that's kind of that's kind of neat. And then if you think about it deeper, like tell what was telegraphs used for? It was for communicating. And so and spreading the word. Attacks. So now I'm spreading the word through Twitter, YouTube. Now I'm the telegraph. So it's a lot of alliteration there, the Twitter tax telegraph. It's <laughs> um I love the alliteration. I you love do. the branding stuff. This is cool. Was Twitter supposed to be to generate more client buzz? Was that the in- initial intent? You're on Twitter a lot or you mm-hmm. know what mm-hmm. was the impetus to it? Why why Twitter over over some of the others like LinkedIn and all these? It was just to like start a businessy type presence like a professional almost networking type presence maybe even marketing arm of what i was doing i'm looking at twitter right now and i joined or my tax telegraph was in february 2019 and so i've been on twitter for a while before that but my professional account was in 2019 now you say professional with one quote, or like, you do the little air quotes, right? It's definitely is not it very really professional. professional. Yeah, no. I mean, but is that the point though? Isn't that the point? It like, started. I think it started that way, just to talk about taxes. And I think I found other professionals on Twitter in my old account, and I was like, okay, I need to brand, re- kind of rebrand this a little bit. And so, mm-hmm. Tax Telegraph is going to be like the the blogging arm almost of, of the company that I worked for before. And so it just, it just, I use that. Ah, the communications bit. Yeah. That's, that's how we're going to communicate to the clients and potential clients. And so started Twitter and then it just kind of evolved into some, like something else. Like, 
and now it's, it's spiraled upward yeah right? yeah it's like <laughs> it's its own brand but i would like you to know jason would like you to know he hasn't posted about this and i think because he's scared if he does that i'll get more fault but more followers again because i for the longest you time you're gonna drop here for the longest time i had more followers than jason and he's been chasing me for like the last year trying to catch up and he finally did like last week and really? but he would text me he's like 35 to go <laughs> or like two to go <laughs> that's uh that's awesome though there's a competitiveness to it right it's like the competing um that i was talking about like the stuff in high school like it's mm -hmm. almost like who's the alpha who's the alpha of twitter who's the alpha he's the and alpha now but doesn't it push you as well? If you know that yeah. he's chasing you, you, like, right, you want to get more followers too? Time to do a campaign and just unleash. Blow him out the water? Yes, but I was like, it was before, it was right when I was about to release my, my numbers video. And I was, I, I was about to go out of town for a while. And I, ha I was like, I'm making it a goal to release this video before I go out of town because Jason's about to pass me up. And if I release this video, I know it's going to help give me some like space. It won't last for long, but it'll give me some space. And I did, and that video blew up, and I got like <laughs> a decent amount of followers, and so I got a nice cushion. And every it's not all about followers, but it's just funny, like how it's me and so, Jason kind of played that game. I mean, to a degree, it is, and to a degree, it's not, right? So mm -hmm. part of it is the fun of the game and, and kind of like going head to head. Who's going to be the first to hit 10,000? I'm sure that's like a um, something that you guys have going on in your heads. If it's oh, not no, I, I didn't even think about that. Who's the first to the 10K? Yeah. Like, that's we your can next, do that. Yeah, that's your next challenge, I think. Because you're, you're both at like seven. I just looked. It's like, I think he's a little bit beyond you right now, right? 76, yeah. 666 is, is what he I has have 76, right now. 76.54. So he's barely skirting by that is so like um it's funny right like it, it's almost like one of you is going to have to do something really big or in it, like to differentiate because right yeah. now it's almost like the same people are probably following you both and that's that's why it's saying so similar it's his You're gonna content have to do something big his youtube channel i think is fun funneling to his twitter and so now I need to funnel Twitter to my YouTube and and But now he has a podcast up. that's funneling from the podcast to the YouTube to the Twitter. Look at this. Like this is the flywheel here. It's, it's very it's niche based. podcast. Oh yeah. Like aren't he, all podcasts very niche though? He's got a super niche YouTube as well. So that's my only saving grace is like if I can hit it with the general public on on YouTube. Well, should be able to pass you got a face for the general public keep up that um <laughs> keep up appearances right keep the hair going oh, keep up the um bring the mustache back and you know what you look like on there thomas hayden church if you look at him <laughs> with a mustache on one of his movies definitely it's almost like i, I feel like you took the picture from there i don't know i you didn't he's, but from the at he's a, like a very serious looking he's a looking good actor guy. i like what he's i like it's the stuff that yeah. he's in that What's one, that? okay, my Twitter, yeah, I guess my Twitter profile picture is pretty well, serious. Yeah. So, yeah. let's not get off the rails here. So, we've got um, we got the race to 10K. The YouTube. It's on. It's <laughs> on, Jason. You're going down. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> the YouTube channel, though, like, 
uh, all of these things, part of it's fun, right? You say it's not about followers, but it kind of is. You got uh, close to 10,000 followers. I, I don't know if you've ever even looked at it, but I'm sure most of your followers are, you know, CPAs or generally in this whole, yeah. you know, venue. So there's a lot you can do with that to help others. Jason mm-hmm. said he met you through Twitter, right? Like early days. I guess he was looking at your following and he, you know, you must have, you must <laughs> have had I, a big head start on him. How too, can right? I use this guy to get, oh. No, did he kidding. latch on to you? Is no, that what happened? He latched no, on to you, didn't. and now it's almost like you latching on to him. No, I wouldn't say that. No, I'm he kidding. did. I'm, I'm yeah, kidding. Yeah, we're, we're busting him. Uh, I know. I've, I've I was a big jobs. Jason cheerleader from from the start. I still am. Yeah, he's, we all are. Yeah, he's very authentic in his stuff, and I feel like anybody that ha- that that gets that and sees that knows that. He's just a guy that was doing stuff in his garage yeah. back in January. <laughs> like, uh, you know, that's that's what's coming across for you, too. It's like it's it's pretty authentic. You know, you probably need a steady hand to make mm. it a little bit smoother. I can give you some critical or critiques on all of it, but Please you're only going to learn by doing. Yeah, you're only going to learn by doing. So the YouTube stuff, what's the intention there? Do you hope to make some money doing it like on the side? Like is advertising or is that that in the cards, too? Yeah, I want a big following. I know that that sounds very selfish. That's all right. But I want to. I just want to make people like smarter when it comes to taxes. I want people to understand more what's going on. And so I think my like my vision for it is to really be pioneering the tax landscape. I do. I'm doing that that through Twitter, one tweet at a time, but also yeah. one video at a time through YouTube. So I haven't really pushed much tax related content out there i want to i i have you my read capacity Atomic habits have you read i started it and i was like i kind of do this already some of it and i was like then i just stopped reading it so i should probably finish it i think that there's elements of that that you could pick up on especially you know if you want to improve you mm-hmm. know building the habit of just creating videos even though it's some of it's not going to be good initially just keeping up with the cadence to grow and push yourself as a professional mm-hmm. um, yeah so, the uh so then it goes into like the affiliate or the partnership revenue right so jason's community pays paid me to do some stuff okay and so i was the librarian at first i so i did some services for for realize i just didn't know what to call it i, I wanted to call it something then other income because people are like what the heck What's is other, other income? income yeah and so i had to make some affiliate kind of stuff yeah, yeah, I just said affiliate partnership income. <laughs> so yeah. I was partnered with Realize in a way, but that's cool. Third party, I'm not. Yeah, he. Well, yeah. that I think you could you could call that affiliate or partnership stuff with um, brands if you were to have sponsors on your YouTube channel or on different things. I mean, if eventually, like, what are you using, UltraTax or or Pro Series? UltraTax. Yeah. UltraTax. Yeah. yeah. But I'm not. Or, I'm not. I haven't even thought about monetizing Twitter. Yeah, and I'm not even close to monetizing my YouTube, in my opinion, just because I'm so small now. But I Well, I don't think it's about monetizing it. A lot of people ask me, like, why are you even doing this? Why do you spend so much time doing it? And hmm. part of it is to, you know, it's, it's, a, it's an outlet, right? It's something else to do. It's something more to give you a little bit more depth and define you as a person, too. But it also feeds the beast of, like, the creative mm-hmm. aspect that a lot of us have. Mm-hmm. buried in us you know and yeah and you and started gets, that's like the biggest thing is actually starting it like, yeah do you wish you had started like years before well i can't wish that right 
if I could have done all of it over again, maybe I would have done this differently or that. Starting at very young, uh, I mean, I'm almost, I'm going to be 40 in a couple of years. So kind of late in doing all these things. The podcast, like, I don't know if I could have done it at any other time because it, it had to start from the ground up. I had zero following. Nobody knew who I was and nobody knew what I was doing. The thing with the creativity, like the creative social media stuff is like, you, if you're going to start, you start now. Like, don't wait. And I think that's good right. that you started. I wish I started YouTube a long time ago because sure. it's, it's like a, it's like the snowball and it's like a small snowball for a really long time, but it'll, it'll eventually get there. Mm -hmm. If you keep trying and keep working yeah. on it, it'll, it just takes a while. Well, you can only grow and nurture one thing at a time. I, I feel like you can really only grow one thing at a time. And I feel like like with, with Jason, he works on his Twitter and then ports it over and is working on his YouTube. Now he's working on the podcast. Like he's he's mm -hmm. kind of growing, but he's not really trying to grow his firm. He's trying to grow his profitability margins. But mm -hmm. he's he said this openly, like he's not trying to grow his top line. So how about for you? You're trying mm -hmm. to grow a business. Do you find that that's why he has more followers than you? Because you've been at it this whole year of growing your business and you grew it to above 100,000 in your first year, right? If you've lean in more to promote your brand as tax telegraph and promote it to be client facing, then you're going to be able to feed both beasts and grow that. Mm -hmm. But then will it be as fulfilling if you're growing it with general business owners than peers, you know, like if mm -hmm. you're just growing people that could be potentially clients. That's true. Yeah. That's a good point. That's, that's probably, yeah, the, the energy where I, put things that I, I'm definitely tied up in my business a lot. No, that's great. That's a great thing to think about. And I, I need to make that decision. And it's like, how do I separate Twitter tax telegraph from YouTube tax telegraph? Can they be different things? Because they can't. Yeah. That's the thing where I no, do want you're gonna have an identity crisis. I <laughs> I have uh, yeah. I have considered all of those things, and I, I met with the rapping CPA who has like three different names that he goes by <laughs> on on YouTube and on Twitter, and it's just like it becomes all mediocre or all kind of like middle ground, and nothing becomes that good. I think you can really make something really good if that's where your head's at. And mm -hmm. and honestly, right now, you know, you got a young family, you you've got a pretty solid base to start with if you rolled everything into I'm doing this to grow a bigger business, then it all becomes part of your thought process. When you decide to do something, mm. it's because you're going to get more clients out of this or, mm -hmm. or you're going to attract more employees to eventually work for you and, and mm -hmm. things like that. So that's just, yeah, um, that's good. That's a good point. Just where my head's at as far as a um, consultative uh, approach there. You're my, How about, you're um, my mentor, man. <laughs> You're, you're mentoring uh, me right it's now. It's just uh, you're Yoda. You're yeah. Yodoing me. <laughs> ah, yeah. I need some Yoda. I I need some. I've, yeah. Oh, you could be my Padawan right now. Yeah. I I need a little bit of that too for the social aspects. I'm gonna I'm gonna cue you for questions in a minute. But let's let's finish up this uh, thought here. So, the firm. What's your big goals? Like, where do you see this firm in five or ten years? It's weird because I like it's almost like changing every week because sure. some some weeks I'll be like, man, I want to grow this firm to be big. Like 
not like huge, huge, but you know, have managers, have a decent amount of employees and, you know, hit maybe, maybe hit over a million in gross. Mm -hmm. That'd be awesome. And then sometimes I'm like, oh God, that's so much work to get there. Like I can coast right now and live a pretty decent life without all that. So I, I'm like torn between the two because I, I do need to grow a little more on my business, but do I keep the faucet on the fire hose on and just grow, 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 grow? Or do I just kind of like cap it and roll with, you know, kind of the solo, they call them like boutique firm now or mm -hmm. lifestyle firms. Do I, well, do I run with been, that? Yeah. That's a, that's a cute yeah. way of saying, Oh, or that's, that's somebody's way of saying, Oh, that's cute. You've got a lifestyle <laughs> firm, right? Like it doesn't feed your ego for sure. Like mm. if, you, if somebody says that it should be more of like a, uh, <laughs> feeds theirs and in, in, in a lot of ways. So if you frame it as being about money and, and not growing something, then you, he, you could be really happy just doing that and then grow other things too. Mm -hmm. Right. And then not have to worry about because I can say from my experience, I was not a very good manager of people early on. And I'm, my firm's at one point five million now. I'm I'm currently making more than two hundred. I'm making about I, I should I, I've already cleared three hundred for the year. Awesome. So we'll, you have uh, cleared three hundred K. And I haven't done anything wow. this year either. And I've owned it for about twelve years. We got to one point two million or we hit a million in twenty sixteen. So it was a lot of work, but it didn't take that long considering you know with the tools that were at hand and then the cloud computing and what the software can do and the amount of clients you could take on mm -hmm. you know you're able to grow a firm to a million and there's some good decent playbooks and definitely plenty of people out there that have done it mm -hmm. that could help you along the way but it's a matter of what do you want like i think to me it was feeding my ego to grow it to be this big and to have 10 employees to you know do mm -hmm. all of these things that i saw others doing that I wanted to do part of it was a sense of accomplishment part of it was feeding my ego and now I've detached myself I'm reading a book called ego is the enemy and I think that's a that's a mm. killer killer book for me because mm -hmm. I need it <laughs> I need it like it's mm -hmm. and so just getting there and the, the run to get there was a lot of hours a lot of time I could have never grown an audience and grown a firm at the same time mm. So it's about what do you get more fulfillment from, right? Do you get fulfillment or is it just to make money? Is the, is the tax thing and the growing the client base, is it to be a better provider for your home? Like your wife doesn't work, mm -hmm. right? So the same with me. My wife, you know, has, has not worked since we've been together or since our daughter was born our earliest. So to me, it was always about providing, but I defined myself with the work and I would work all hours. I mean, it was, it was during tax season it was normal for me to work all night, one night a week. Oh, wow. One night a week, almost all night. So, and I just had that inner drive though to do that. And mm -hmm. I don't know. So if I could give you some advice, it may not always change once you finally decide what you want to do, but you're doing, you're already doing it, right? Like in just in one way or another, you're growing it, but then you got to figure out what does it, what do you want it to look like? Because then mm -hmm. every other decision you make will take you there. Right. So. Yeah. My goal is to make the a decent amount of money with working the least amount as possible. All right. 
All right. So <laughs> it, it depends on how you define work, right? Like, because do yeah. you consider Twitter or the YouTube stuff work? No, that stuff is too too fun. Too, too fun, much fun. Right? Yeah. So what if you can make fun work? I don't know what that means, yeah. but that's where that's where my head's at these days is how much time do I want to spend actually working versus doing this podcast? And then oh, yeah. when it turns into, wait, technically like that's work mm. and doing podcasts stuff is now kind of work and I don't enjoy it as much when it's about the money, when it's about growing an audience or about having these conversations. Like right now, this is not work. To mm-hmm. me, I could I could do this all day. I could talk all day. I could record five times a week, and I'd be happy. Um, if I could that's make awesome. money doing that, if I could make money doing that, that's what I'd want to do. Yeah. So you know, you hey, got to think about that. You're gonna be a YouTuber. <laughs> I'm quitting my job. <laughs> you know, but you're not though. You got to feed the beast, right? Like I can't sell my firm because then I have no authority to talk to you about any of it, <laughs> right? Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of authority figures that that don't have firms. I've been there and done that. And now they're just yeah. But you're not at the stage where you've been there and done that yet, right? You're still learning to a large degree. Yeah. But what does be, being there even mean? Like, have you gotten to the point where you know what? I could run a three hundred thousand dollar practice, have an employee or two, maybe none, and still be happy and still do the YouTube stuff, that gives you a lot of authority because you're still practicing. Right. You know? Yeah. Like Jason has authority because he's, you know, the partner of a big firm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he always, yeah. that's where that's what feeds his ideas. That's what feeds the beast for him is practical examples of things. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. if he wasn't dealing with the IRS and all kinds of crazy <laughs> would he have come out with the video that it was like the, the funny stuff that <laughs> we all deal with all the time <laughs> about IRS agents? You know, like... um if he didn't have people knocking on his door trying to interrupt him and people ca- clients calling him, <laughs> he wouldn't have he wouldn't be coming up with these videos, right? That's true. It's a duality of being able to balance both too, and and mm-hmm. and tip tip our hats to him for being able to do this. You know, making it seem effortless. I'm, it's not effortless for sure, and I think you know that. Yeah, like some things might come easy initially, but then the the road to ten thousand is not easy. You know. Yeah. And I'm just going back to the 10,000, the yeah. 10K, the, the 10K. Road to 10K followers. Once you pass that, you don't, doesn't it become a K on the Twitter, like number of followers and it'll say 10K and not <laughs> it won't list out the whole thousand? Maybe. That might be for a million. I don't know. Might be for a hundred. Uh, a <laughs> hundred thousand. I'm not sure. <laughs> Dude. Stay, yeah. Stay tuned. Grow, 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 grow. Grow Marketing, it's Thursday. We gon' advertise and chat on Thursday. At Accounting High and Branding Talk is Thursday. And we gon' help you social post so you're in first place. It's time for social studies, accounting content hub, LinkedIn marketing, or X. So come join a social club. Is it Twitter? Is it X? Shit, now I can't keep up. So comment, follow, love. If you into social studies, it's time for social studies, accounting content hub, LinkedIn marketing, or X. So come join a social club. Is it Twitter? Is it X? Shit, now I can't keep up. So comment, follow, love. If you into social studies
studies. Welcome back, accounting high. Now it's time for social studies. We'll teach you new creative ways to market old products. Move beyond basics with graph and stats. Some studs you love position like Laura Lynn, and you'll learn it's not all luck. Oh, wait, now it all changed. SEO down, IG up. ICX meta, TikTok, hey, LinkedIn, Roman V up. If you watch how they post, you'll see it's all authentic and genuine. Grow a following and don't get held back by perfection. Be intentional online, create content. Now that's hot. Strategy is key with social media and pods. Start slow, pick up platforms, stick to it and go post. Make a plan to engage with client watering holes. Create a focused brand, be a lead online. It's a digital world with the best ROI. Now create your own ideal client persona. Let's go. Keyword accounting high and get ready to blow. It's time for social studies, accounting content hub, LinkedIn marketing or X. So come join our social club. Is it Twitter? Is it X? Shit, now I can't keep up. So comment, follow, love. If you're into social studies, it's time for social studies, accounting content hub, LinkedIn marketing or X. So come join our social club. Is it Twitter? Is it X? Shit, now I can't keep up. So comment, follow, love. If you're into social studies, follow this show. Stay in the know. Thought lead online through networking. Like, share, repost, subscribe, YouTube, comment, engage, create, find your way.